gotta go hard here, Ain't gotta tell you no lie. No, I won't ever waste your time. No, I got it on my mind. I'ma say that. Say that. I got it on my mind. I'ma say that. Say that. I got it on my mind. I'ma say that. Say that. Say that. Say that. Say that. Say that. Ain't gotta tell you no lie. No, 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 I got it on my mind. I'ma say that. Say that. I got it on my mind. I'ma say that. Say that. Got it on my mind. I'ma say that. Say that. Say that. I mean what I say and I say what I mean For me it go deeper than rhymes I was deployed here by the most high No D-boy but I'm serving dope lines Hold up wait a minute let me slow it down Spit it real clear for the people in the back Before the Lord said the words Let there be light Everything was black This is no fiction Everything fact Follow no scripting I don't ever act I don't ever do it for awards or the plaques I do it for the ones with the stars Welcome to another edition of Mask, Making All Souls Kindred Spirits. And tonight we delve into another subject that might, um, that we possibly have to do one or two more shows on because I think this one will really get deep, you know. Um, tonight we're talking about living with regret, you know, living with the if I woulda, shoulda, couldas. And we've all been through regrets. We think about some of the things we did, some of the things we said and how we could have handled it a different way. And I think that all comes with maturity. And um, first of all, I think what we need to do is to define regret. And according to the dictionary and Wikipedia, Regret is termed the emotion of wishing one had made a different decision in the past because the consequences of the decision were unfavorable. So um, you made a decision and the end result was not what you wanted or not what you thought it was gonna be. So we posed the question tonight, are we living with regrets? Do some of us take it too far? How do we deal with uh, uh, our decisions when we feel like we've done wrong or we've thought wrong or we've said wrong? Is it easy to go back and try to um, reconnect, uh, redo? Do, do we get do-overs when it comes to some of the things that we regret doing to ourselves, doing to others, doing to our family members? So we're gonna take the time to go through our panel and as we always say, um, we don't force you to talk to us. If you want to talk, if you want to type something and have us read it, we will do that. But we encourage everybody to try to just get it out, talk to us about the situation. Because I know everybody on the panel, everybody out there in Zoom land has had something in their lives that they have regretted whether uh, it was something that was done to them or whether it was something that you did yourself. So with that being said, let's go on and see who's on here with us tonight. Uh, Mitchell, you're the only man, so we'll say the best <laughs> for last. <laughs> so let's no go ahead and meet everybody else on. Miss D Hunter, how are you tonight, D? Coming to us from Cary, North Carolina. How are you doing? I am blessed and highly favored. How's everyone? Oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for coming on tonight. Uh, former uh, um, Savannah State College slash university alumnus. So thank you for being on here with us. 
Also, we have our resident um, counselor, uh, Andrea, out of um, Connecticut. Andrea, is it Windsor, Connecticut? Uh, somewhere in that area, Haven, yep. one of those places. Um, yep. How are you doing tonight, Andrea? Thank you for coming on. I am doing great. How is everybody? How is the weather up that way? So far, so good. We managed to, um, I think tomorrow, some weather system is supposed to come in. I think it's tomorrow. We're supposed to get a little bit of that rain that's been going around. Well, I hope y'all do get it because they, uh, we are getting um, really just, it's coming yeah, down at torrents down here. And it just comes up all of a sudden, you know, you can be sitting here and they say, you know, it's like, oh, my God, it's raining hard out there. And mm. it, it's nonstop, you know, it's like pouring, like somebody just turned the faucet on. So um, <laughs> uh, when it comes to you, you're going to wish it didn't, you know, maybe y'all send us the sunshine because we're used to that, you know. Yeah, and, it's dry. We're on the drought around here, so we need it. But I don't know about how fast, well, you know, we definitely can send some your way. You know, because okay. Mississippi certainly doesn't need any more mm -hmm. uh, wet weather and all that kind of stuff. Also on, we have my ride or die. This lady has been on the comedy circuit with me for such a long, long, long time. We got secrets we can't tell nobody. Diane Carter, how are you doing? Uh, I don't think she's on. Diane. <laughs> I'm on, I'm on. I had my microphone muted. Hey, y'all. Okay. I, I thought you got scared because I said we had secrets. Well, you know, I, I, that did pass my mind, but I knew you weren't going to push about me. Talking about some regrets. <laughs> Diane, I remember I remember what you told me that you would do or have done to me, so I, I, I'm not going to take a chance. Because you might forget that we were just kidding that night. That's what I'm saying. You know, talking about some regrets, I might regret what I have to do to you if it is. Oh, okay. No, no. We won't do slip into those kind of regrets. All right. It's a public show, Diane. Okay. I don't know. Yeah, I ain't threatening enough for real. They know that I'm a comedian. Oh, yeah. yeah okay. <laughs> so you, you, that means you will laugh while you're doing whatever you're doing. Diane Carter told you that. Don't forget. Yeah, yeah. Diane Carter said that. <laughs> All right. Mr. Mitchell Diaz out there in California. Is it Long Beach or where are you? Uh, Central California, Fresno. Fresno. Okay. Yeah, not I ain't heard that word in a long time. Fresno. Yeah. Been a minute. Yeah. Like the chili. How are what you, you know doing? about Fresno, Barbara? Right. No, I, um, they used to talk about Fresno on something. I can't remember uh, what it was, but I, I remember somebody saying something about Fresno. Yeah, um, I, I, I knew about Fresno before I even heard about Long Beach. Or <laughs> there's a there's a Fresno, Texas that I just found out. I had no idea. Yeah, but I, a Fresno, long, I don't know whether it was through. Uh, see, I done talked the rain up. It is pouring down. Oh, oh. man. But um. I, I can't remember here. whether it was on a cartoon or whether it was on a, a show or whatever, uh, but I've heard of Fresno, yeah. um, California. <laughs> so thank you, Mitchell, for coming on, no as, as I said earlier. And um, I see Melinda just came on. Good afternoon, Melinda. Can you come on and speak to us? How are you doing? Coming Hi, out of Atlanta, Georgia. Hi, everyone. Hi, Barbara. Hi, uh, wow. oh. that, that hi, Barbara, didn't sound. <laughs> like you, like you really want to, as I have thought. I you know, you know, I got to give you a hard time. 
Okay, well, don't give me a hard time. You might regret it. So, today we we are talking about... (laughs) What did she say? What did she say? I missed it. She said, whatever. What else? (laughs) You take your little idle regretful thoughts and uh, do something with them. Okay, okay, okay. That's what you get when you invite family on. (laughs) Nobody would have to know. Nobody's going to know. Nobody's going to know. Anyway, so our topic today is living with regrets. What is it about um, doing something and then feeling remorseful or feeling anxious about it that everybody has to go through? Is this just something? And, and this is not just for Andrea, but we will go go talk to her to see what she has to say on the matter. Um, why do we live with regrets? Why can't we just go and say, I'm sorry? Or is it not that we, is it? It's it's more complex than what we try to pretend it's, it is. Did I say that right? Anybody? Yeah, you said it right. <laughs> You're good. Okay, that's all. Why is it hard to live with regrets, uh, Mitchell? Do you regret anything you've done? I, and I'm quite sure everybody on on the panel yeah. has done something, said something, uh, helped yeah, in doing something, or or gave somebody an opinion about something and stuff might have backfired on us. Uh, you know, my major regret, I guess, in life was to not going with my original uh, high school love, I guess, and going with the easy bait, you know, instead oh. of going for the hard one. So, yeah. Okay, so uh, is, is there the a chance brief- that you can nah, 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 correct your wrong? No, nah, no. Nah. Well, you know, the past is the past. You know, I don't want to correct it. But, you know, I just think like maybe I would have had like a normal life, like been, you know, married with a job with children. So what is it about your life that you think is uh, not normal? <laughs> oh, not normal. I mean, you know, I'm pretty much as normal as you're going to get for right here. But um, no, nah, no, nah, nah, I don't. You know, I mean, I, you know, talking I, his I, first foundation and marriage. So they yeah. Say, you know, like. Okay, you've been attacked by something. <laughs> Are you, what happened? happened? Nah, I <laughs> yeah, she's barking at people riding by. Oh, okay. I thought something jumped on you. I was like, I've been playing with you. That's the little one, too. The big one, she's, she's laid out. It's too hot right now. Oh, okay. Okay. But, um, yeah, I mean, that's pretty much it. You know, I mean, the, I guess the major regret is like, what if, you know, what if I did, you know, Get, stay with her and you know we made a family and all this you know it would life been beautiful you know what i mean or you know but you know it's whatever okay but what if it had gone the other way what if y'all had gotten together and you, you know, realized I mean, this she wasn't that, the dream of your life yeah isn't that like the typical like dream the you know everybody's like dream is to find their mate their perfect you know that person that they want to be forever with that everyone i was with i thought was the perfect one yeah, me too, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, they both said me too. Yeah, <laughs> me well, too. Well, me I'm movement. thinking, oh my yeah, God, yeah. I'm so glad I dodged yeah. that bullet. You know, I, I also believe in fate, you know what I mean? This is what the way God told me to be, so you know what I mean? That's what it is, okay? Uh, that's the path, I, you know? I think I chose, but it was kind of already kind of chosen for me, I guess. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know. That's if you believe in the higher power. Well, um, do you think <laughs> anybody on the panel, do you think that um, when we go through life and we, we we realize that we regret doing something, 
that we learn from it? Do you think everybody learned from their mistake or do you think people continue to make the same mistakes over and over? Or it's, it depends on the situation. Yeah, I think it's unique, like personality. Everyone yeah. is an individual. So reaction, emotion is all going to be unique to that individual. Yeah. But there are commonalities. Like you were saying, how come we can't let go or move past? And I just would say, um, I was learning a lot about memory and our body. So they say our food and a heap of what we take in through our mouths and, you know, the flesh, so to speak. And then you have the other part that is memory and all your, all your memories are what you're made of now. Mm -hmm. So how you process your past is how you'll take it as, as how you'll see your present and your future. Um, sometimes we got to let yesterday be yesterday, literally, to get into the present and maybe see some future because it's really in this. I'm really into this now and me inside because you can control the inside, but you can't control the outside. So do I want to be angry? Do I want to be regretful? Do I want to be sad? I feel like I really have that control and choice inside. But outside, you know, what can you do when you when you live with regret? Let's say asking for forgiveness. You can ask for it, but you may not get it. So the inside has to be okay with the at least, you know, uh, olive branch. Uh, the outside is not under your control. And I, I think with regret, that that helps me a lot I know there's a lot that, like you say and we all regret and uh one of mine is like I said I wish I could have done more for my mother um she passed in my arms so it was very regretful well could I have done more could I have done less or should I did I do enough but you know it left me with a lot of regret and uh coming up on the five-year mark Barbara of our mother's passing I really realized that um, you have to let the past be in the past so that the present and the future are not as affected. They hold the memory of what it is, but just like you're saying, did we learn the lesson? I think we learned the lesson when we let the past be the past and regret also stay there. And can we do something about it? I think as long as we have breath in us and the right mind to do so, we get a chance every morning. <laughs> Thanks for listening, guys. I'll shut up. Well, I, I think <laughs> when it comes to something like losing a parent or losing somebody we really care for, whether it be a sibling or a friend or an associate, um, um, that kind of regret that we have probably centers around more on what we didn't do more so than what we did do. You know, you start thinking, you know, I could have been a better this, I could have been a better that, I could have handled things differently. But um, what you know, is it when they tell you when an emergency when emergency happens, the first thing they tell you is to be calm. Mm -hmm. And do you know the reasoning behind that? No, what is the reasoning? Because you're able to think in the moment, in the present, of being when you're calmest. But if is it as easy as people think it is? And is it <laughs> easy to be calm? I mean, well, it, it, well, that's another thing. Like I said, I'm into it because it's a practice. Mm -hmm. If it's something you don't know, like you say, why do we? 
you know, I really look into the wise. I'm sure Andrea can help us <laughs> with that. But I really look into my wise. Why can't I do, you know, why is this? You know, and again, some are unique to me and there are general reality about us all. You know, we all have a commonality is what I need to say. But well, I, you know. I think I think some people are a lot more high strung than others. Some people um uh they let all kind of thoughts and you know, like the song says, uh some people are overthinkers, you know. Well you that's what I say about creating yeah, taking, taking the exercises. Uh, it's almost like when you have a sore muscle and you have to bring it back to a hundred percent. You gotta work mm-hmm. it out, you gotta keep going yeah, to keep the gym exercising. when you don't want to. Yeah. And for me, it's look in the mirror. I always gotta be happy with what I see. And if I'm not, then I gotta figure out how can I get happy with what I see. But it took 15 years of that. You know. Still not as quite as easy, but it is much easier than it was when I started. So what happens when we don't learn from life lessons? What happens when um, do you think we become a a bitter person? Does does it change our personality? Huh? I said, everybody who's with me, I got a quick one for that. And it's basically you grow old. You get, you just grow, you You become jaded. No, you just age. Because you can, you can change being jaded. At 60, at 80, but the, that, your last breath, you can't change that. So, no. Well, I, you know. I think that um, that's how we end up getting a lot of hoarders because, oh. you know, you know, the psychologists, and we'll see what Andrea has to say about this, um, mm-hmm. say that when people don't have the people in their lives that they regret losing or whatever, they, they tend to bring to gather stuff that gives them comfort to surround them it's just like having a hug all that all the clothes all the magazines all the all the the filth and 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 this stuff is just it's just something that that makes them feel good about again them. it's memory so when you connect to that memory it's the mm-hmm. comfort of that but the present and the actuality of what just happened was life you're born and then you die and if you can stay calm enough through that the comfort of that comforted me a lot you know we all can't live forever and we don't know when we're going to die but when you realize that that's just what happened it's a lot easier to process than to just be like oh i don't want to let you know it's so funny we're talking about this because i was like i just gotta i I don't want to let i don't want to let anything go of hers and at the same time i know that that's holding on and maybe a trinket or something like that, but not to everything, you know, she, she didn't want that. She was very clear about that. So when I do it, I know that, you know, it's a foul play and it's gotta be a selfishness in that as well as a comfort to the memory. But the present is, is that she has passed away. She's not gonna come back and I have to go on. I will always miss her. I will always admire and adore her in my own way, but she can't affect my everyday anymore. And in a weird way, it's almost like a, I'll see you later. (laughs) Well, do you think that sometimes we confuse um, regret with grief? I think they're kind of- Barbara, you don't need me tonight, you order. (laughs) 
I think they're cousins. Yes, we do need you. Uh, you know, I just have to no, ask the question because you know I got short term memory loss and I'll be done forget it. So take it away, Andrea. I was just <laughs> no. To I'm saying that's exactly what I was saying. I said there's reflection and there's memory. There's the grieving process. And then there is the, um, you know, regret. And so what you're talking about when you say hoarding is how it impacts you. Remember, every time I say something about any type of, you know, diagnosis or situation, it's always about the impact. Mm -hmm. you, can, you can regret something for a moment versus regretting it for a lifetime. Um, you might have a, you know, you might have a feeling like, oh, I regret not going over to the house when they called me and now she's the person left. Like maybe not even passed, but had to go back to town. I didn't get a chance to say goodbye. Um, versus, you know, I should have, I should have gone over there and, you know, a year or two later, you're still saying the same thing, even though you can still speak to the person, you could go visit the person, you just holding on to that, to that feeling. Um, and, and something you said, Ms. V, when you said about bringing you comfort when you were talking about a hoarder, you know, hoarding situation, sometimes people do that also because it's, it's a, uh, what do you call it? Um, uh, like survival. It's not even comforting. They feel like they shouldn't be allowed to be happy because they didn't do something. And so now I must continue to suffer. And, and, this, and, for, and for me, it was she was a hoarder. I saw mm -hmm. how she didn't like to throw anything away and keep, there was a purpose. My mom always mm -hmm. repurposed everything. So when it came down to her dying suddenly of a heart attack, it was, you know, that grief process that started. But now I was going to ask Barbara, our, our mothers died the same year, a couple of months mm -hmm. apart. So you're coming up on your fifth anniversary, just as I am in 2018. And so I just asked, you know, how do you feel about her death from 2018 to now? Because for me, I feel like I'm, I'm growing. It's time to take that next step to grow. But it still feels like yesterday. I can still taste it like yesterday. So I don't know how to rationalize or to cope with that on a daily. Sometimes it gets worse. Other days it's it's okay, but sometimes it's like, you know, I'm really, it's hard not to hate this life. That's what I'll say. I, I find myself saying like, I just hate this life. I want my life that I had before she passed away. Cause you gotta think, she was my every day. I was caring for her. So, you know, I just really feel like, God, how do I not hate this life? And it's crazy because I think about just what I said. I have to let go of the past. The past cannot affect the present for the future will not be learned. You will not be taught. You'll be in the same circle. I'll be in the same misery at 60, I am at 50. If mm -hmm. I do not process to understand that she lived and she died, that's the process. But the emotion, the, the way she passed, when she passed, you know, those are like, those are the things that I've stopped doing to myself. And I think that's when they say time heals, Andrea. Mm -hmm. Would mm -hmm. you agree that time kind of heals you that way? Because tomorrow comes whether we want to or not. Exactly. I, get, I find myself getting angry. It's five years. It, you know, it feels, yeah, I mm -hmm. mind you, you know, it was, it was just, uh, I, get, I get really upset that that much time has passed when it doesn't feel like it. So I get tired. I just I get, celebrated 25 years. 
in July of my mother passing. Wow. And it, and our birthdays are three days apart and she died six days before her birthday. So it was a big doozy. Yeah. Every birthday. And this year was 25. And this year I got weepy. I hadn't gotten weepy in the past years not okay. necessarily but for some reason 25 years some uh, reason i call it hating time because it's the well, realistic well, I, the presence that 25 years has passed that is what yeah. is in the present time of right now it's not yeah. the reality I, it's your presence i i did i say for some reason because it wasn't as if i had in my mind i hadn't planned any particular memorial or anything and it just i was just here moving around and it just kind of struck me and i i can't say i was looking through her things or anything in particular and it just came up a little bit extra and i was like wow 25 years yeah let me ask you this can you remember it like yesterday can you remember her being I'm sitting in the house where I'm I'm in the same house. Mm. I'm in my family home as we speak. I'm still hating hating the house color that she picked out and I got to go get it painted now. (laughs) 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 So yeah, every time I can't help but to think like, she'd be like, you better not touch my kitchen. (laughs) (laughs) Oh no, that's a wrap. (laughs) (laughs) And look yet, this is the part that you can get there too. You can heal, you can laugh in your memory and not be so agonized if you allow the mm-hmm. process. Because yeah, oh, like yeah. I said, I, I tell you, I hate this life. Yeah, it doesn't change that I'm here. So let's enjoy it a little bit. Mm-hmm. And thank you, Andrea. Good uh, to laugh. <laughs> well, I'm of the opinion that sometimes you laugh to keep from crying. Mm-hmm. Um, you asked, um, said that, you know, it's coming up to another anniversary of their death and how do you cope? Uh, well, um, it's hard to say how you cope because from day to day, it's, it's a different kind of situation, a different kind of uh, trigger for me. Mm-hmm. You know, I can hear a song, or I can, um, somebody will say something or, or I'm reminded of something she might've said or might've done or somebody might say, you look just like your mama or whatever, you know, but um, it's the, it's the, intangibles that you don't you know it's like you were prepared but you weren't prepared mm-hmm. and, and I think that is a, a lot that people deal with and you know people handle grief people handle pressure yeah, people yeah. handle just anything in different ways and we can't expect everybody to act the same but it's and, funny you say that because I did have that exact thought it was mm-hmm. like you know if she and I still feel like that, you know, you, you, you're going to process different. That's why I asked you, how do you feel, Barbara? What is, what do you do to you? Because I know we're different. I know we're unique in, in how we process. But if my process can help your process or your process can help my process, because I'll tell you, I don't know, for, for me, the other day I forgot she died. I went to college. We're going well, on five years. And well, so one, of, one of the things that really affected me a lot more, too, was two years later, I lost one of my uh, college um, classmates and one of my best friends. And um, so it was a bit of pill to swallow when 
you know, because I'm coming off of just doing um, Netflix and calling her to tell her about it. And she's telling me, hey, I'm in the hospital. And if you want to see me for the last time, you need to come up here to hospice. They're sending me to hospice tonight. And I mean, that was, you know, I mean, I didn't know how to process going from being so happy to now having to deal with a bit of sadness. And mm -hmm. to me, I put on that face of, okay, I can handle this. But I, at times I see that I can't. It, it, it is but do a you lot. Just, do you just have cry sessions or do you talk in a mirror? Do you scream in a pillow? I write. Do you throw up? I, I <laughs> oh, write. write. Yeah. I, I, I mean, I, I write it. and I go down memory lane. I try to remember the good times and whatever. I try not to focus on any negativity because, you know, it's the, it's the thought that we know that that people live and people die, but it's, it, it always still comes as a shock to us, you mm -hmm. know, that, I mean, whether it's planned or unplanned whether it's sudden or whatever. And, you know, when you think about the natural order of things, you think, oh, parents are going to die before the kids. But now it's like things yeah. are just so helter-skelter. You just, I mean, you just have to just, it's like we're living on edge every day. Mm -hmm. So uh, if we stop and think about some of the things we do, some of the things we say, some of the things we think about, we won't have to live with regrets, but that's Andrea. Is that just begging? Is that just being too unrealistic thinking that everybody can just stop and just channel all their energy and in being in into positivity? Oh yeah, that's not gonna happen. <laughs> that's not gonna happen to everybody. It's just gonna be able to do that. I wouldn't have a job. Right. <laughs> <Wouldn't have> a <laughs> job. <laughs> if if people were just able to process things the way that would, you know, be the most healthiest um for the mental and physical. So I mean, people, you know, and the other thing I was thinking too is that <clears throat> sometimes when we think about regret or or our feelings, um it is also a way for us to learn. It can be, you know, I think there's a, what is it? A noun and a verb about regret. Don't ask me to explain which is which, but I feel like there's, there's action that can come out of the idea of regretting something because you may see somebody pass unexpectedly and then all of a sudden you don't, you don't want to regret, further regret not doing something of your own in your life. And so you decide to get up and make a move. So there's something that can come out of, you know, seeing how somebody else regretted never going to school or doing something. And then you could turn around and say, I'm, I'm not going to live my life that way. I'm like how you say, Ms. V, I, I don't have plans to live the same way for the next whatever years. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to do it. So that regret that you harbored before is turning into energy to move, to move you forward. With so, the better understanding of that, I have my choice. I can yeah, do it this way or I can do that way. And mm -hmm. I, yeah. But my mother yeah. was an example of that. And, mm -hmm. you know, um, like I said, strength comes from definitely within. So that's where I would say start at. I would like right. to know how did sorry and apologizing 
for one's mistake gets so hard because I think that's another thing. If we said sorry and apologize for some of the things that we do regret rather than just, okay, well, I regret it. Okay. You know, some without going back to at least try to make the amends because again, it's within. So within has to come the feeling an emotion of action to want to say, I'm sorry and be sorry, sincerely, right? That brings change. And then if you don't do that, do you go on and not even give, because I know people that are, they're very, it's almost like they're they're steel or cement. They have Mm -hmm. no feelings about it. They can wrong somebody and not have any problem. And I think, and when I was young to when I'm now, there was a lot more, being sorry and apologetic when I was younger than I am mm-hmm. in my older age. I don't hear sorry. I don't hear apologize. I don't hear excuse me. Mm-hmm, <laughs> we used to get mm-hmm. beat up and we didn't say excuse me. Right, right. <laughs> and thank right. you. You know, I haven't heard thank you from someone in quite some time. And just if you held the door open, people are angry mm-hmm. and upset. Yeah. And- I'm a dying breed. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 I just said to someone the other day, though, is that I was on a university campus and I was walking through, you know, different doors, different rooms, and I was pleasantly surprised at the amount of young men and even women who held the door for me and or said thank you and hello twice to young men while we were walking along you know, brought up little chatty conversations. I'm a freshman here on campus or whatever. Just started mm-hmm. ch- pleasant. Yeah, so you don't I know was, how to make small talk no more, huh? <laughs> right, and I was, they were, I was very pleased with them. I, I actually said that to someone. I said, wow, I can't believe how many young people are awesome. uh, demonstrating manners and such. I just didn't expect it. You know, they, they actually stood back and hold, held the door open, you know, like went out of their way to hold the door. So that was very nice. I was pleasantly surprised. Well, you know, but, they might have been having a cougar moment because, you know, these little young kids, <laughs> they're seeing this all over TikTok. So <laughs> I don't know. Well, and Stephen I am was, fine, uh, so you might have something there. Yeah, you might. You might. <laughs> um, <laughs> Stephen Edwards uh, is on um, Facebook. He's following us on Facebook. And he says, don't celebrate death, celebrate life. We give too much power to the day a person died. I, I don't think I agree with that. I think the power, uh, we we relinquish our power when we sit and we, um, we give in to regret. Do you understand what I'm saying? I think we sit there and we we start thinking about all the things that we didn't do, all the things we didn't say. So it it is is I, I guess it's it's an individual kind of thing. You know, it it depends on definitely how deeply you feel. And I'm not I, I don't mean like feel about the person, I mean just how deeply, how emotional you get about certain things. Right. You're talking about impact again. So, mm-hmm. yeah, there's reflection about mm-hmm. what happened, the circumstances, maybe what you could have done, what you learned from all those things. And then there's the impact of regret where you stop, you cease, you stop moving forward. You get stuck in that momentum. You get stuck in that time frame, whether it is survivor's guilt or you feel like if you change something, 
that that energy of that person will go away and you no longer have that limited connection. If you change the curtains that your mother made, you know, from that, then what do you have left of her? Mm -hmm. Right. So just like how when we people hang up, you know, um, the little pictures that their kids make on the refrigerator, you can't figure out why you can't throw them away. It's because there's energy attached to the time that your first grader gave you that little picture. All things have energy. And that's what we think we're holding on to when we refuse to change something. Um, and so that can cause us to, you know, there's a week or a day, or, I mean, I think it's different for everyone, but there is a, there is, if it, if it causes you, if you're, if those same curtains are now filled with dust, you know, and are just hanging on by a thread and you can't change them because no, my mother, and this is 10 years you know, ago that she passed, then you might also spill some of that attitude into other areas of your life where you have to stay a certain way, have a certain thought, live in a certain house, do all these certain things that you cannot change. Um, that's where you might run into trouble. That's where things could start to uh, even sometimes regress. Sometimes you see people that have regressed due to traumatic experiences or things that they perceive to be traumatic to them. So it's important that you, you know, I always use this phrase, lean into moving forward, you know, always just try to put, you know, even if it's just one day you take a step forward, you might fall back a little bit, but then you get up and you go again and you figure out now, what would I be doing if she didn't pass? I would still be going to school. I would still be doing this. And you have to keep moving forward little by little. Mm -hmm. And That's I think why. this V, you absolutely are nailing it with saying there, there isn't a conversation that we've had yet that the answer isn't from within. <laughs> you know, it, mm -hmm. everything is from within how you respond mm -hmm. to things. And those are, I mean, that's, those are really big and deep, wonderful conversations. That's the stuff I love to get into. I'm all over YouTube. I'm all, all over Eckhart Tolle, <laughs> all over everybody, Yanla and, and all of them. Because, um, uh, because I like to say this is where it starts, the sharing, the making all souls kindred spirits. You know, mm -hmm. we may not believe the same and we are unique, but that's why I want to know, Barbara, what do you do? And I'll tell you what I do. And hopefully... It'll work. You can try it when you when all that you know is not working. Try what I what worked for me because I'm gonna you know that's where I've learned to be open. That I don't have all the answers. So Barbara says she did this. Let me try that. You know, uh, for me, I, I'm always looking in the mirror because I see my mother. And so when I look in the mirror, it's just a whole lot of decision making and definite. And you you know, it's definitely. Um, in the presence. I know I'm not making memories. I know I'm not holding on to things. It's a real, holistic, very frank talk with myself. And again, I have to be happy with who's looking back at me. So if ever you need that, that's what I would do. Um, I, you know. I know. Ahead, I also, um, okay. Go ahead. Who's talking? And I said, I also offer that, you know, I do have a present relationship with my mother it's been uh, 25 years and I still talk to her as if she's here or I'll thank her for things that she's orchestrated in the background because mm -hmm. I know when I see her involved in something you know so I'll mm -hmm. have a conversation with her and I'll say 
that was really neat how you did that. I, I see your work. <laughs> you know, I see how you orchestrated X, Y, and Z. I really do reach out to her, my brother, um, and, you know, my best friend who passed away, all of them. I, I, I can feel when they're around and when their energy is working behind the scenes just to either make me laugh, a certain song will come on the radio, or just, I can, you can tell when their energy is around you. And I do have, <clears throat> I, I talk to them as if they're here, or at least I, I maybe internally I'll say something like, uh-huh, I got you. You know, I, I know that they're around me. I actually also do communicate with them, whether it be through tarot readings or speaking to someone who is a someone that communicates with spirits. I have mm-hmm. conversations with them through them. Mm-hmm. Um, I do a host of things to stay connected with the people that have gone on who who are I feel are even my current day tribe. Mm-hmm. You know, I feel like they're part of my current day tribe. No, you know, that's the difference between the North and the South, because when we start talking about stuff like that, you know, it gets on a, a different kind of realm of going into a world. That, we're, do- you know, <laughs> we're doing nothing but making all souls kindred spirits. And that's just what that is. Yeah. The respect uh, for that. Hers, mine, yours. Uh, you know? Maybe in California and Colorado. I mean, Connecticut. Uh, Connecticut. In Georgia. <laughs> Down in well, Georgia. How they do, Barbara? The they don't about- you. You going crazy up there talking about reading the card. Talking about talking to somebody dead. Entertainment. All those things. Well, that's because there's been a lot. There's There was a an effort, a whole big effort to have people see things that were done years and years and years, thousands of years ago as something, you know, uh, sinister. When we all know the things that were done in the name of Christianity, right? Mm-hmm. We know that you can, um, you know, attribute the beatings and the spankings in the name of God and turn the other cheek and all these other things but the things that were done to keep communities, nations, et cetera, together back in the day, like the shaman who predicted how, talk about weather. So you want to talk about weather. So there was no Doppler radar forecast that could say when the storm was coming, they turned to the shaman. The same shaman was the same person that predicted if we don't do this as a community, we'll, you know, the, we'll have famine. There'll be done. Let's live in regret. We went off topic. I I, I do agree that there are guardian angels and there are, I mean, people, uh, people who have, who have died have come to people and showed them where to go look for insurance policy, uh, uh, kept them from doing something, uh, diverted them some kind of way. But as far as sitting there reading tarot cards and, and, and going to see somebody uh that's, like in ghost that's, that's so that's, old that's, that's so old that's just old but that's that's because you were brainwashed to believe those things people were so i don't want to get okay. like i said yeah, too off topic on. i don't want to do all that kind yeah of stuff. we're not yeah. going to get off topic yeah. but uh yeah even though it does it does some kind of way that's why i said this, this subject right here is not can't be done in in a two-hour session well what we're going to do right now we're going to take a 30 minute a 30 minute 30 second commercial and we'll be back and when we come back we're going to talk about when we do things uh in tandem with somebody 
uh, is there a difference in regretting doing something by yourself or when you let somebody talk you into doing something? Is that the regret that comes with that? We'll be back on the other oh. side of 30. We are talking about living with regrets. Um, uh, during the commercial break, we were showing some of the small businesses um, that have come on the show and talked about their business. And um, if you have a business or if you know anyone who has a business, please contact the Like Minds 420 um, production crew and they will set up a date for you to come in and we'll devote like 15 to 20 minutes to you talking about your business and perhaps you can get uh, sales from that or uh, just get people to come out and, and, and support you. Because, you know, somebody might know somebody that wants your kind of business, even though you might not want it. So as we were going to um, commercial, I, I said, um, is it worse when you regret doing something that you thought of on your own or you you instigated or is it worse when someone talks you into doing something and you regret it has any has that ever happened to I, i'm quite sure it has you know i mean even when we were growing up you know if you weren't a leader you were definitely a follower and <laughs> even though you knew that if you did something your mama didn't agree with or your, or your parents or anybody, your teacher, whatever, didn't agree with, and then somebody talked you into it and you did it anyway, now you're mad at the other person when you should really be mad about yourself. So is it harder on us when we regret doing something or when somebody talks us into doing something or suggests that we do something and we know deep down inside this might not be the right thing to do, but everybody else doing it. So I don't want to be the odd man out. Anybody ever been in those kind of situations? That's what it's like out here in, um, I guess, high school out here. You know, the, the gang members be wanting you to join them, hang with them. But uh, I wasn't going to follow them to prison. So, you know, I, no, I'd rather be by myself. And no, I don't want you following me. Get away from me. You know, I'd rather be by myself. Let me go hunt something. <laughs> yeah, but the, uh, how many people are strong like that? How many people well, yeah. can't yeah, uh, turn down uh, 
their friends saying, hey, you need to come with us. You know, you study too much. You do this, you do that. I have never, ever, 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 ever. I'm usually the one that be trying to talk people into doing something. Not yeah. anything crazy, crazy, crazy. Nothing that's going to get us in jail or anything. But I definitely am not a follower. I, um, yeah. you know, all through, through uh, college and whatever, you know, it was always... Oh, we gonna we gonna have you drinking before you leave. No, you're not. I, I know I don't Absolutely. drink. Huh? Absolutely. Absolutely. Shut it up. <laughs> but um uh, I knew I wasn't gonna drink. Uh I, I I had no desire to drink. So, you know, that was one thing that I was I was adamant about. Nobody's gonna make me drink, nobody's gonna make me smoke. Uh, you know, I ain't got no desire to do any kind of drugs. But um, not even the legal ones. I, I you know, except for Pepsi. Of Tylenol, huh? Mm, except for Pepsi. Well, Pepsi was crazy, yeah. But COVID, oh, oh, oh yeah. nasty ass COVID came and took that away from me. I'm glad it did. You know, COVID slipped <laughs> up on me and, and took it. But so now um, I'm I'm gonna I'm trying to slow down on the ginger ale because they kind of sweet, you know. But uh, I'm trying to stick to that water thing. I I regret uh, all those years that I abused Pepsi because I had a habit that was out of this world. You know, mm-hmm. I think if if Pepsi was liquor, I'd ooh, I'd probably be a stick by now. I, I wouldn't have any kind of stomach lining. But um, so is it easier to do things on your own and be regretful or um, following the crowd? And being regretful. Don't everybody talk at once. <laughs> well, again, like you said, it's you know we're all individuals and we're unique. So, and we have to go back to that, you know. But does the majority of us act a certain way? Maybe. <laughs> but you know, it's it's just it's, that's a definite difficult question to answer. Okay. I'm well, let me let me think. I don't think I follow. I don't think I I regret things that I. Like, and it's, it's little things, too. Like, even just loaning out my power tools. I knew I shouldn't have let him have my power tool. And then I did, and then he brought back my screwdriver without the little, the bit. I knew I shouldn't have let him have my power tool. Like, I knew. Oh, well, that, that was just letting somebody. You the bit. Well, did you make him buy you another one? Yes, I did. But okay, what I'm saying so now is, you, don't, you don't have anything but, to regret. But no, you got a brand I, new one. No, but what I regret is, I knew already, so I had that feeling inside of me, not listening to myself. Mm-hmm. That's the part that you You're know. I'm that. like, right? I knew, and it, and it's always when I when I let somebody use a bike of mine. I had never ridden this brand new bike. They brought back <laughs> the bike with the brake with the with the pedal broken. Like I knew, like I knew, don't do that. Don't do so. Those little in, that intuition that I don't listen to is like, well, is it gonna happen when it's something bigger? You know, is there something bigger that I, don't let them use your car? Someone mm-hmm. just asked me to put them on my insurance, and I was like, no, like I like no, just let's just let's not think about it. The answer is no, because <laughs> no, if you came back, I'm not get it out your mind. Don't think I, about it. Yeah, just no. <laughs> and no, that comes and, from. So does that, that mean we are led by emotions? instead of oh, uh, rational thought. Yes, we're um, led by emotion. But yeah, you can yeah, have yeah. rational thought as quick as you can have an emotion. 
Well, if it's a rational thought, you won't bring emotion into it, I would think. Oh. Why can't emotional be why can't emotion yeah. be rational? Yeah. <laughs> if it's emotional and then it goes wrong and you regret it, then it wasn't rational. If it was say it again, whole, say it again. The whole perfect. I don't know what I just said. You know, I got short from memory loss, but it sounded so profound. It sounded good. Didn't the rest of y'all think that sounded good? Mitch head. I'm the truth. Somebody give me a, a whoop whoop. <laughs> <laughs> Diane, you understood what I was saying, right? Oh, come on, Diane. And we got Nikki Carr on. If y'all wondering what the V stands for, that's Veronique Carr. Nikki Carr. Veronique. Yeah. How y'all doing today? I understand perfectly. Woo woo. <laughs> that's your friend, Barbara. That's your friend. That's, that's your friend. real friend. friend. That's your real friend. That's the, and don't let don't let nobody fool you that it ain't. I'm definitely her real friend. <laughs> woo woo. No, but the, the thing I want to ascertain when it comes to us um thinking about regret and, and thinking about if we woulda, shoulda, coulda. Um do you tell yourself when you realize that you you chose wrong and you did wrong, do you go back and tell yourself that you're going to do better the next time? You're not going to repeat that action? Well, I That's usually right. tell myself, oh, you know you done fucked up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You, you have to have that. You have that to, you have that talk with yourself. <laughs> first and then and then all the rest come it's like yeah you gotta what i yeah. like again what i really dwell damn on you being, stupid that's what i say damn you sincere stupid. apologetic hey, damn. yeah you do say that you're so stupid damn i'm so stupid <laughs> sincere, sincere apology i think is what is missing when it, when it, when you say things like that it's like you know people don't they'd rather just not say anything at all than just say literally i apologize well, what happens when you never get that chance to apologize? Well, hopefully you make peace with wanting it or saying it. Like, again, you control with saying it because it's within you. But whether they accept it or you get a chance, what if they die and, you know, at the funeral, you say it then, you know, it, it's, it's about it yeah, You say it now. Doesn't matter. Right. Say it right. now. Does it matter? Does it matter? Does it matter? It does matter. It matters to. I, I think you're going to regret something has to matter. I mean, no, you know, I think I, we're I mean, saying um, about the apology when you say that. Well, at least that's what I'm oh, thinking. Oh, does it yeah. matter when you yeah. get an apology? Right. Yeah. Well, if the person well, is not going to hear it, how does it help? No, my point is that the wanting inside of you to say I'm sorry and actually take that action, again, noun and verb, in regret, you know, take that action to say and be apologetic. Because mm -hmm. you can easily go on and live their life, like, oh, you know, for lack of a better word, fuck them, you know, and you keep mm -hmm. going. And that's the problem, I believe, with a lot is a lot, you know, we went through an era with that and now we're reaping genres, I mean, generations of it. You know, before, you just like we had talked about, we would never imagine cussing out an old person because there was some kind of form of invisible. Oh, I respect. still can't imagine that. Yeah, but there are young kids out here. That's, <laughs> well, doing that, it. that's because they've been raised no by young clue. kids. That's doing mm -hmm. it. But that's uh -huh. what there I'm telling you. In, you're, in asking, household. you're asking why a lot, and I think that's, that's a lot of it. The want inside of a... Of a of a person to say, I'm sorry. 
you know, we we get so like we, we was talking about the generation coming. Now they want them to be grown. They want the baby hair and the short skirts on these little one year olds. So if you're oh my god, old, did you, you see? Did you see how I wonder they have made a wig mother. for the yes. little babies? <laughs> yes. uh, what? Um, what do you call it? A lace front for the babies with braids mm -hmm. and beads. So now you wonder if any of those parents have regrets heads. as they get older. Because I could, I could imagine what kind of child that turns into be. I've seen a few of them. As I've adults. seen, I've seen some little babies with so much hair in their head and the braids and all so thick that they can't even hold their little neck up. I mean, it, it's just, it's crazy. You know, I, I don't. I, that's regretful, I would I would guess. You know, because it came from somewhere more than likely. There's a difference between regretful and stupidity. I think that's stupidity. Okay. <laughs> you know, like I said, I would like to know if any of those parents ever regret. But that's another story. Yeah. My own, like I said, I process it. They with... probably regret being parents. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But they got to go through with whatever, you know. If it's an easy payday for them, if they're getting money through the government, they're getting child support, whatever, they're going to do enough to go by. But the, the majority of the money may be going on them. But yeah. I've, I've seen people who um, have children and they no don't, they're not even thinking about, <laughs> hush, they're not even thinking about um, that their kids are going to grow at an at at a alarming rate of speed, and they're buying them designer stuff. What are you going to do with? You only have one child. What are you going to do with? You're going to give it to somebody else's child so they can look good. So they're going out buying um, stuff, brand name stuff, putting it on a newborn infant. You know, Walmart is not good enough. Um, Ross is not good enough. All the stores I like. <laughs> Which you hit up ten times in every city. Yes, because I love every Ross. I've got to go visit every one of them. You know, they be calling ain't, me. Ain't wrong with that. You know, not a. Thing. Although Marshall's got better shit. Now, just no, Marshall started thinking they were a real store. They thought they was a mall store. I got with outside privileges. No, no, they started oh, God, taking their prices funny. up. Them and TJ Maxx. No, mm -hmm. no. <laughs> give me Ross and give me Burlington Coat Factory. And they got the nerve to take the coat part off. Mm -hmm. You got to do what you got to do. What you regret, Di? Believe it or not, I have no real regrets that I can correct. Nice. The regrets I've got, they're right. gone. You know, I, I can't do nothing yeah. about it. Yeah. Even to apologize wouldn't help me at this point. So, <laughs> oh, you ain't even got to say sorry, huh? <laughs> right. When you say you don't have any that you can um, correct. Correct. Mm -mm. Right. Okay, so, so um, do you relegate yourself to thinking, okay, I can't correct it, I can't do anything else about it. So I'm just going to just, how do you deal with it? How do you, you just say it's over and done and that's no, it? No, I deal with it in a prayerful manner every day. Mm -hmm. I pray. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Every okay. day. 
I pray for my own forgiveness. Oh, because you didn't get a chance to say to whomever, whether they're dead, whether they're living, whether they're right. estranged, you didn't get the chance to. I, right. I didn't get to chance make to tell them I'm sorry. So I, I, I ask forgiveness for myself every day through prayer. Mm-hmm. And it makes my it own... easier. It gets easier and easier. Yeah. Yeah. It gets easier, a lot easier. Because it's not like I ain't doing nothing. I'm just doing the best I can. Wow. That's deep. Yeah. Well, do you think um, that regret keeps people stuck in in a certain place if they don't do anything about it? Uh, I think I think if they don't do anything about it, it can. Yeah. You know, I mean, if they don't do anything, just say, hey, it's over and it's done. It kind of haunts them, I think. Most regret hunts people. In a good way or a bad way? I mean, it bad way. either way. Bad way. Most, most times it's a bad way. Mm-hmm. Yep. So most how do we, Andrea, maybe you can help uh, or someone else on the panel can say how they um, turn things around. When, when, we, um, when we do things <clears throat> and then we live to regret it, are we saying to ourselves that um, this is a reflection on us? It, ha- it has nothing to do with other people. Uh, it's how we felt about what we did and how we need to rectify the situation. If you're understanding what I'm saying. I think that we put out, I think we put most of the blame on ourselves when it's something we do. That's what I think. But doesn't that keep mm-hmm. us grounded in regret instead of just saying, okay, I messed up. Um, I'll know not to do this again. Um, I, I can become a better person for this. Or do we stay stuck in that if I would have, should have, could have again or, uh, and say, I got to be a better person. Uh, I, I got I to gotta do better the next time. Next time I won't allow um outside influences i won't allow my myself to be to succumb to anything that will cause me regret or we just don't know we just walk into situations you're describing choice and the awesome thing about life and being an individual is you have a choice so you're just you know what you're describing is what will you choose it's not how it's or what do you choose or how do you you know, uh, choose to go, you know, it's not, it's a choice. Some choose to stay where they're at. Some choose to be depressed. Some choose not to be successful. Right. Are you listening to your inner intuition? You you have an answer. You have an answer. Most times we do. We already know what we should and shouldn't do. We hesitate because we know it's probably something that you know, on the other side, we probably would regret. There's a chance that we could regret it. I would um, say also the first thing in all in all challenges in life is to love yourself and forgive yourself and understand mm-hmm. that you are precious and and vulnerable and special and awesome, strong and weak. You know, you gotta know yourself to get to mm-hmm. the process. But you know, there's a lot of people out here that don't do these kinds of conversations at all. 
right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yes, they don't. You know, and that's why, again, I'm going to say, I love making also kindred spirits because we all don't have the same beliefs and we all don't see the same eyes, but we're helping each other. And I think that's where, where is it? Nobody's doing that. Even if they claim they're helping, they're, they're opinionating, they're judgment. You know, mm-hmm. you know, Barbara, I reel you in. Hey, Barbara, you know, just like right now, get off topic, come back here. You know, you have the choice to say, F you. Or, okay, yeah, come on, let's get back on call. You yeah. know, the individual, again, the need to be apologetic or even feel empathy for one another. That is a, is, is a dying thing. You know, I'm trying real hard to, and it's coming, just like, uh, um, Andrea was saying at a college level, you know, there is a change being brought there. It's just not in, you know, I hate to say everyday life, you know, you, we both shouldn't be saying how, how great it is to have a door held open when we come mm. from a time where that's what you did. It mm-hmm. wasn't, it, you know, that's just what you did. Mm. I say so many young people don't hold doors for old people. No. That was unheard of when I was growing up. But now you got the same when I was 15 year old, you better get that door and hop the lady or the man or, you know, baby, whatever. Now it's, they run right by it. Wait right? a minute. I, wait, hold, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, Ms. V. So you trying to say I'm old. <laughs> wait, hold on, hold on. It sounds like it to me. I mean, I ain't one to gossip, but sounds like it to me. I want to give a big shout out to Angel Brian Premise for being on. Yeah, um, thank you. Um, she's following us on Facebook Live right awesome. now, listening hey, to the conversation. Angel. Now, listen. Okay, I want I want everybody to think about this and I want everybody to chime in. I'm going to everybody individually. If you don't want to talk, type something, even if you say no comment. Okay, 30 but, second limit on the on the answer though. 30 second limit on the answer. Yeah. Damn. Not okay. a 30 second limit. I mean, we, <laughs> don't, we don't want a five minute. minute answer, but you know. <laughs> one minute. Okay. They, they, they're gonna have to clarify their statement with this. You know, we we still got uh, the better side of 45 minutes. Okay. But, um, um, do you think that things that we regretted doing in the past will be treated differently the way the world is set up now? Like people would have been more forgiving a long time ago, but now everybody wants to be a, a jury of our peers, everybody got an opinion uh, without even knowing the circumstances about what is going on. Are you, am I asking it the right way? Yes. Uh, Let's just say I did something a long time ago. And because the way the world is set up today, people cannot, people take what public opinion um, dictates how we feel today based on something that we mistakenly did a long time ago. They're not going to look at, oh, well, she did that a long time ago. Let's let's see why. They're yeah. just going to go ahead and make a judgment call right now. Because Does everybody again, understand uh, it, but I'm trying uh, to ask. Yeah. It comes from that, you know, like say uh, uh, back when, we, when daddy was Rolling Stone and you had an outside brother or sister. Daddy? Yeah, you, you, you ain't found out until you was 29. 
and they 30 or, you know, whatever. You can end up close in age or close in name or close in area. You know, those types of things happen. And because of those happening and those consequences and not having conversations like this as to why and how and where, because, you know, I have a lot of information. Let me just point it out. One, information. The, inform the information that we can attain now is more than we have ever been able to ever before. So that's, that's one. Second, yep. second is we have the, the, the family, Barbara, and everyone else on the panel. What does the family look like now than it did back then? It's not the same. It, it, you can't, you, I'm not going to say you can't be forgiven because you can always be, but the regret that it holds from, fifth, let's say, 1955 to 2022, you know, it is not. You didn't have transgender. You didn't have a Donald Trump and an Obama and, a, you know, the, the process of the change back then. But people were still people and people were still making mistakes. Right. But all of those impressionists, like I believe, why do, you know, I don't want to make it political, but, um, you know, there's a lot of, there's a lot of uh, sway towards the one thing and another, uh, other things. There's a lot of things more to divide on than we focus than to bring it together. And I don't know how we're going to fix it, but I would say those three things is information, the relationship to one another, to a family member, to, you know, back in the day, it was like family was everything. And now it's like, oh, I don't talk to my mama and my cousin. She, I don't even know. I don't even want to be around her, you know? So, and we, when I grew up, we didn't have an option. We didn't have those options to be around somebody. <laughs> you was all here. We did it. So that's the, the second one. And the third one would be, you know, again, self-reflection. Don't nobody want to see their own ugly. And until you get honest with your own ugly, you can't bear someone else's dirty drug because you ain't clean yours, you know? So I think it's a lot of judgment that needs to well, be. Well, why, why don't people just let people learn from their mistakes and move on? Why Why do they have Some people, people do. People do every day. Hitting like, them over the head. Uh, <laughs> You know, you say some those people are that we allow to get away with some things and some people we just, you know, it's like public opinion has gone from really people really thinking about what they're saying to people well, you, just jumping on a bandwagon. You have public opinion and you have personal experience. And mm -hmm. nine times out of 10, they clash here in America because of our economic situation. But nonetheless that's what you have you have you have only so many that are educated and and trying to figure it out and then you have more saying oh i know this is what we do this is how we go <laughs> i got all the answers you ain't need to have a thought come with me you know so you know, there'll always be a yin and a yang but can we get through it yes i believe so but those three things information the relationship to one another and self-reflection our judgment, you can call it whatever, but once you turn yourself judging to somebody else, you gotta judge yourself. So, but how, how are we to learn from our mistakes if people let you grow them. from it? If people wanna hold you to the mistake that you made and people wanna have an opinion about something that you did oh so long ago. Again, I would now say- Now everybody has an opinion about it. When it happened back then, I guess a lot of people didn't know about it. <laughs> What you, know. you feel about yourself makes a huge difference. So again, self-love, 
self-reflection who you that's know that's easier you know. i think that's easier said than done why but the internet every week every week I is that <laughs> what's why it's week. so hard for you bobby huh <laughs> why it's so hard for you what you mean why is it so hard yeah you say i i, I think it's it's harder it's it's easier said than done. I say, why is this so hard? Because some you? people don't want want you to do better. Some people okay. no, want no, 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 no. I said, why is it so hard for you, Barbara? For me, I didn't people. see it. You know, I'm trying to play devil's advocate here. I'm not saying everything is personal. Oh for shit! Me. Nikki's I, in I'm, the chat. <laughs> you know, <laughs> but I have been in those kind of situations where I might have done something wrong back in. 85 or, or or 75 and now it's 2022 and it's still being brought up I, this I, I ain't nothing happened that, that has been that's true i'm just saying something if i did something back in 1992 you know and now somebody knows about it why do i have to go through the ridicule and 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 a public opinion of something that I had, uh, um, you know, that already supposedly gotten passed, right. you know. But then again, that, that, feel, that goes again to the inner and the outer you don't control. You control the inside. You made amends. You're good with it. I love myself. I'm done. You can, call, you can say it happened yesterday. We both know it was 25 years ago. Because with that um, knowledge of everyone else, it's just like you said, here comes the highway of information. The internet blowing it up, showing examples, and you know it's just ridiculous the amount of information that you can attain from back when you could just use a newspaper or the news. You didn't have but two sources. <laughs> so does it make it right? Okay, now Miss Carr so, says it depends on what the crime was. If you stole money out of your mama's purse, nobody cares. If you got a bunch of uh bunch of dogs and cattails buried in your backyard from when you were a domestic animal hunter, uh, then you should be prosecuted even 20 years later. You have vandalized all the pets in your neighborhood. Now you got a cat and you regret it. You should still be convicted of, and your cat should be removed from your home. <laughs> well, that makes perfect sense what you said. If you kill your cat, no. You shouldn't be allowed to keep your pet dog. What if it was like cat dog? You remember cartoon cat dog, cat dog, and we would have cat on one side and dog on the other side? All you can say is thank you, Miss Card. Thank you, Nikki. But really, I mean, I guess that's what we're talking about with like, you know, Bill Cosby, then. You know, people are saying he did something, you know, 30 years ago. But over since 1970 to now, he had done so much. So should he be held accountable for the things he did in the past? Or, you know, I guess he forgave himself. Do we forgive him? I guess that's kind of what you're well, then, Yeah, because now you asking. got a, a law that you're dealing with. Well, do you but, think people right, just jump on a bandwagon the... to jump on a bandwagon just based on right. who they like but and that, who they don't know, like? I, I don't think that's necessary. Well, I know that's not necessarily new because if you think about how back in different civilizations and times, it was the judge and jury of the community that came out and maybe you had, 
you know, a, a king or a court or something like that to decide things. But I think the communities, the elders of the communities had a say. I think it, I don't think it's so necessarily new that people in communities come out and give their opinions about what they think to be atrocities in their particular community. I don't think so. I don't think that's a new thing. I think maybe the fact that now I get to literally zoom in on something in China and then I can give my opinion from over here about something that happens at China, that might be new. But I think you do have the whole of wherever this this town in China that chimes in about a crime or whatever that happens in China. So I think that... Um, I think it depends. I think Nikki's right. I think, yeah, nobody cares about you stealing money out your mama's purse. But if it's a crime that's going to affect, that could have affected or did affect the community, then maybe there are stuff that there is a, something that you should still be held accountable for, even if it was 20 years later. I don't know. Okay, but e even, even so, if that were the case, some people just jump on a bandwagon and, and just just go off without even knowing the facts based on just based on um, conjecture based on the fact that they just I just don't like you so now I got the chance to show you how much I don't like you so I'm gonna right. you know we call a lot of those people trolls on the internet they just there are people who are always going to have something to say and they have no idea about what's going on their default IQ is not that high <laughs> you know they don't really process and analyze things on any level in terms of anything right and uh, anything those same people get confused at how to use the atm like so you know it's just <laughs> I, I i can't really you know i'm not saying they're not contributing members to society However, I think that there are certain things, there is a default group of people that are just not going to contribute in the conversation in a way that is going to help move it forward. Is that a good way to say it? Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Or do you think that sometimes because everything has just started being so microwavable, Everybody, everything is so quick, quick, quick now. Nobody wants to take the time to think. Nobody wants to take the time to love. Nobody wants to take the time to be in a relationship. Nobody wants to take the time to do any of the things that we used to do that because people are, it, it's like either join the bandwagon or get left behind and people start doing stuff that um, they think that is rational at the time, but it ends up being irrational, just trying to uh, follow the crowd or keep, or, you know, run to the beat of the crowd, you know, and, and you have regrets from that. It's, it's, and it's like, people just won't let you be. It, it, they're gonna hit you over the head with it, uh, regardless, you know. Well, uh, you know how they might do because, you know, I'm, for all these years, I've been cougar of the century, and now there's <laughs> some new cougars coming on the scene, and, you know, they don't understand that this is a thing that, you know, it's like a generational kind of, you know, not generational, but, you know, it, you know, you got to earn your spot. You can't just jump into the game, you know, you got to go through. You got to live with no regret. Yeah. Mr. Diane Carter said that. <laughs> 
no regrets. I'm trying to tell you, don't don't regret. <laughs> you know, ain't nothing you can do about it. Ain't a thing. Ain't a thing. <laughs> Just pray on it every now. day. That's all you can do. But I mean, she said, "Oh." So is it as simple as just don't repeat the action again? Is that is that the is that how we stop it? We just say, "Okay, well, you screwed up that time. Now you know better. Don't do it again." Is that being logical? It's or been that simple wishful for me. thinking. Is yeah. that wishful yeah. thinking? No, yeah. and you can do that. You do it every day. You ain't touched that hot stove anymore after the first time you did it. You thought about it. You regretted it. And now you weren't going to do it again. Mm-hmm. True. But yeah. it's everybody, like, everybody doesn't think like that. Because there's a reason why you, uh, when she complains about, you know, kids not opening the door, the kids are cussing in front of the older people. Kids don't have any kind of respect. It, it's a, We're living in a total different situation. So the... Um, do the rules still apply? Just common courtesy. Does it still apply? Because I it, say yes. I say I don't let what's going on. I try not to let what's going on around me affect how I move. When I right? move, so you I, move. Me, like so when I move, <laughs> I still hold the doors open. I still say thank you. I said, even though this young lady came through the door, I held the door open. She didn't say thank you. I just turned to her and said, you're welcome. Oh, good answer. Right. I just turned to her and said, you're welcome. And then I kept moving. I didn't I didn't have to linger. She ain't holding, you know, she ain't saying, I didn't have to do all that. Just you're so what welcome. did she do after you said that? She just kept she walking. Gave me, she gave me a, a, a courtesy nod, smile type, you know, one of those like, you know, I yeah, I, I screwed I up. You. I'm sorry. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, you glad you better be glad you didn't get cursed out or beat up. No, I don't think she was that type. I think actually, I I think I found out because she ended up in the same room as me. Um, she was, I think, English wasn't her second language, and I kind of chalked it up to just her being nervous about the first day of school or something. No. I think I just kind of got that impression that she wasn't, you know, she wasn't necessarily. But, but that's rude. you. That's you interjecting what you thought. Right. You asked I, yeah. You, you do you learn? Did you learn? Thank you. Thank you. Well, Sound it wasn't it that Sound serious. It, Thank it wasn't you. that serious. Thank <laughs> <laughs> you. It's it's my choice to hold the door open to lead by example. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. uh, I feel the only way we're gonna change. Right. Like I said, right. I wasn't. Yeah, I'm not gonna let. So I'm not it. gonna let that change me holding the doors. I'm gonna still move the way I want to move. Yeah. Of course, it's not gonna change you. Uh, but your your thing in your mind would be okay. Me saying you're welcome in a sarcastic manner would change her. Well, it would demonstrate to her that someone who holds your door the door open for you probably deserves to say, you, you know, well, for you obviously to say thank your you. demonstration was flawed. <laughs> no, it wasn't. No, I'm saying after the fact. I'm not saying you're welcome. No, it wasn't. Because I she'll hold the door open. She'll say thank you the next time. I'm positive. She probably will. <laughs> Yeah, because she didn't turn around and beat you up. She was like, "Oh, right." And you know what? I I I don't I I think that you know again what you focus on grows. I think you see a lot or the the stuff the examples. I know you're playing devil's advocate, but I feel like 
you know, my eyes, just like when you see that, when you get that new car, the red car, you haven't seen that car before you got that red car, then all of a sudden you see it everywhere. So my eyes lock in on expressions of, you know, healthy exchanges. That's what I, I often say thank you when something happens to me, like when those kids were holding the door open for me, I just kept saying, gosh, thanks. I'm grateful for these experiences. And then I find that those things start to happen. I'm drawing at it. What you put out there comes back to you. And that energy of like, wow, these nice kids, this nice energy that I'm getting, they just keep coming, 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 coming. So that's just how I, I have to, you know, focus on that type of energy. That's what, that's what makes me happy. That's what brings me joy. Okay. I'm trying to read. Uh, Nikki says, I'm not a bandwagoner when everyone was mad at Starbucks and R. Kelly at the same time. I used to sit on the floor in my van and sip in the name of love while giving <laughs> to happy people. I had to hide in the bushes at Starbucks and catch a nice white college um, <laughs> college student going in and slip him a note with my order on it. I didn't want black people to catch me going in and think I wasn't sympathetic to the cause. Okay. okay. Oh, <laughs> that's one of the things you regret it. Nikki Carr. Slip on my nose. What about what about those kind of things? What about when 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 um the social the the social climate has mm. you believing that you got to do a certain thing in order to fit into a, a, a certain society or fit in with people. Again, it's a, do you regret not really standing on your own decision to say, well, I don't agree with this and I, 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 I agree with them more. Do we have the right, and I know we do, uh, to say, well, I don't feel that way about, you know, we mm -hmm. get like, we might get mad with every time we see a Trump rally and we see black people sitting in there and be like, what the, you know, do we have the right but, to get mad at these people? But just like anything too, the more you see it, you start, you get less and less mad at it. And then you ask yourself, well, what? No, I think yeah. Not, not no Barbara Carla. <laughs> no, I mean, no, I'm just kidding. Yeah, it, it, I mean, everybody has a choice. We all, we, we have choices and we have free will. So, so with that, if thing. you learn to embrace it, harness it, cherish it, honor it, your choice, that that thing inside you, I think just like she's saying, it's karma. You're going to give that out and hopefully you get it back. But if not, like I said, the, the comments within, you know, there's some things you can do things about and there's other things you can have absolutely no control over. And it's always coming up down to you only control you, what you think, how you think, how you feel, you know, but you got to identify it. A lot of us just think and feel. None of us know who we are. And then when we find out, you know, what if it's not so great? Mm -hmm. How do we make it better? Or what if it's so good? How about that part? That we just, this is so awesome that it don't need no improvement. <laughs> How about that kind? You know, it's, it's, it's always going to be a yin to a yang, but the way you balance it and process it and think about it is your individual choice. I just say always be respectful and humble. 
Okay, so if it's your individual choice, then why regret what you do? Well, because you have to grow into that choice. Because how about that? When I was 15, I made a choice. I regretted it. But when I was 20, I didn't make that same choice. So I didn't regret it as much anymore. And I lived like Miss Diane Corder with no regret. Because so again, we, I, we learn from our mistakes. I was going to say, I only regret something because I feel like Think again. I, I had that knowing. I had the knowing and I didn't listen to myself. That's right. that's the that's the part that I regret. Not that, you know what I mean? I just I was like, and so for me, that was the lesson that I'm supposed to listen to myself. I'm supposed to think that 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 feeling in my gut or whatever is there for a reason and pay attention to it. But what, well, how do you deal with when you don't? You're like, ah, I should have. I, 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 no, I, I don't. Listen, I told you I told her no for the insurance. Right. No. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And so like Barbara saying, okay, did you get it right? Well, not necessarily, but I made a mess with it. And hopefully I don't do it again because the individual will come into play. The situation will come into play. The timing, just as Barbara is saying, it may not be 2022. It may be 3033 that you're tasked with this again. Do you, how well do you enable yourself to rely on what you know? Because what you feel always gets in the damn way. <laughs> I'm going to shut up now. I'm sorry. Okay. All right. Nikki says, I'm mad at people who call annoying racist white women Karen. I'm mad at people who call young adult millennials. Why is that, Nikki? And we have to wait for her to write because I don't think she's going to come on and talk. Um, I think that was the end of that. But um, what about uh, when you are put in a situation? Um, based on something somebody else did and um, people hold you accountable without even knowing the full story. Oh, okay, but read what Nick I mean, you're already it. going through enough regret and then when somebody takes the story and just, you know, uh, make, make it to fit what they want it to be, you know, um, how do you get past that, Andrea? When you, yeah, are, I mean, like, I, you are I, agent, it's like an agent regret. Like, you didn't cause, you didn't do it. You just right. there in the moment, or you you agreed to do it, not really thinking. Mm -hmm. But you weren't, well, you weren't the one who came up with the idea or whatever. Yeah, I, I don't know. I think I, I don't know how I just dip out of a situation. I don't know how. I think I just. I try not to find myself in those circumstances. I don't know. I don't, I don't have, I can't really think of examples of where I got led by somebody to do something that I regretted to the, to the, to the depth that it is causing me to lose sleep. I don't, I don't, that's, that's Ms. V. If you got anything for that or Mitchell, I don't really have anything for that in terms of an experience that I can relate to. Now, I, I don't I don't mean to say like say something. It sounded like a good idea at the time. You didn't really think it through. You, I, you thought about it for a while. You'd be like, well, what's the harm that it can do? And then uh, later, months later, years later, uh, uh, eons later, you decide, dang, I, I should have went with my first mind. I, I shouldn't have let that person talk me into something. How do you deal with that kind of regret? 
some shows I've done. <laughs> shows you've done. <laughs> some shows. Yeah. Some shows yeah. we've done. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Mm-hmm. That's all of us in the, in, in the entertainment business and everything. Even just getting a job. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. I mean, I guess I don't know. I just feel far, far enough removed from it after a while that it, I just don't have time for that. It was so far, you know, it, it, luckily, knock on wood, there hasn't been anything that's been so major that, you know, I have to sit around and try to figure out how to make amends for those things or or corrections and things like that for those things. It might have been something as simple as, like I said, doing a couple of parties where it was like, ah, it's kind of sketchy the weather could impact how it goes or, you know, the venue, whatever. And then, so you regret it for the moment saying, oh, we took a hit, we took a loss, or we didn't do as well as we wanted to do something like that. But that was 20 years ago at this point. Um, so I don't, I don't know if I really have anything that I, I feel a particular way. Yeah. Regret doesn't take away risk. <laughs> mm-hmm. Or vice versa. Right. Exactly. But okay. Um, so, according to uh, um, psychologists, there are things you can do to not live with regrets. So we're gonna um, we don't have much time. We're gonna just go through these little four little things and um, think about what you're doing longer. Don't don't rush to uh, a rash decision. Just really think about you know all the all the things that might happen go over the pros and the cons you know is that is that easier said than done do you wrestle no i think we do that every day as older people we think we we have references that we can look to to say if i let that child get on my insurance i know my insurance is going to go up one way or another we know that but maybe if i was 16 i'm like sure come on everybody get on (laughs) you know yeah so Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. Okay, act wiser. I mean, act a lot more mature with your thoughts and and mm-hmm. and, and your decisions. Make the the the, the adult decision. Don't think mm-hmm. with your heart. Think with your head. Is that what they're trying to say? Everybody is in agreement with that. Hello. Yes. She said, yeah, go ahead, help us. I, okay. I, I reluctantly say yes, but yeah. Why do you reluctantly say yes? Because I don't want to say not thinking with my heart. I don't I don't feel hundred percent with that. Mm. Yeah. Look further. Think about uh, the ramifications of what could happen when you make a rash decision or if you decide you're going to do something. I, I, I guess you will start thinking about uh, how is this going to affect me? How is it going to affect people around me that are close to me? And how is it going to affect the people of the world? Are those the questions that we ask ourselves? Are those the kind of things we got to think about before we start getting into regrets? Yes. Anybody? Yes. 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 It's funny because I was just looking at some information about um, ESG and that's what companies starting to now, they're including that into their either mission statements or how they're moving. And I think it's 26 states where companies are, 
I think they're getting tax in incentives for ESG. That's economic um, uh, responsibility. So how is their company affecting the, the global climate? Um, how is their company affecting healthcare? All these, they're thinking about those things, even if it's not necessarily relevant to their product or service. And so I think we all are asking those questions. I know when I go to sign up for something, I look to see if there's any way that this company is giving back to the community or something like that. That's something that I look for, whereas I may not have looked for it in the past. I never even thought about that. Um, yeah. I guess because I'm not out in the world um, trying to find a job or, or, or trying to do things, you know, uh, per se, like everyone else. But, but um, remember that bank card I was telling you about, the aspiration? Remember I kept mm -hmm. raving about it? yeah. Yeah, and it's partly because of the things that they do in the world that has nothing to do with, you know, day-to-day -day banking. It's the other stuff. Yeah, all the things, mm -hmm. all, all the rewards you get for, you know. The community, the global aspects of what they do, how 10% of everything they earn goes back to a, a positive... Uh, or removing carbon footprints and all those types of things. Okay. Well, we are coming close to the end of our second hour. And before we go, I want to come back and give everybody a chance to say if they had the chance to do it all again, would they do the same thing? Would they think about it? Uh, how would they handle it? And, um, Otherwise, just say, I don't even know. I, I just try to live each day by day and try to make my decisions going from there. So, Miss Carter, Diane Carter, you on. Do you think that you can live with regrets or are you pretty much uh, relegated to thinking, you know, I'm older now and I'm going to go with my first mind and whoever don't like it, uh, bump them. That's pretty much it. That's pretty much it. That's pretty much it. That's pretty much it. Yeah, I'm older now. I mean, like mm -hmm. I said, if it was something I could change, I would, but I can't change. It's over and it's done. And uh, it was, it was a regret. I just pray about it every day. Okay, uh, Ms. B. I'm sorry. What was the question? <laughs> See, she paying such close attention. Uh, do you regret being on this um, feed tonight? Um, <laughs> I said, great question. In your present situation, do you think you would think um, now uh, before you act, and or are you relegated to saying, you know, it is what it is. You know, uh, if I do wrong, I'm gonna correct it. Um, are you just going to say, well, I'm older, I'm going to think before I act. What are you going to do to handle regret? How do I deal with my regret? Okay. Um, yeah, I'm going to do again, like Diane Carter say that. Because uh, <laughs> that is key. You know, um, and it starts with being good to yourself. And, you know, for whatever you regret with you, you doing or right from wrong or whatever, I think that... Um, you have to love yourself, adore yourself, be gentle with you, and always forgive yourself because that's what yep. if you can forgive yourself, you can move forward with the person. But if Definitely. you yourself and you're asking for forgiveness, it's not going to work, even if you pray. So 
it always starts with forgive yourself so that you can move on to forgive others. Forgive you, forgive others, keep you going, grow, be strong. And that's what I do. I forgive myself and I forgive the other person. Okay, Andrea, I'm going to ask Melinda and, and Nikki and Steven. I, I know why you want to ask? Why you want to ask me? Oh, okay, well, Melinda, um, <laughs> go ahead, Melinda. What? Oh, I guess for me, the only thing I regret is not having conversation with people that I felt that wronged me until it was too late. Either they died or relationships ended. For me now, when I look at it now, I'm at a point that I'm not going to be the only one running around here angry. So we're going to have that conversation. Either you're going, we're going to deal with it, get past it or whatever. I'm at that point now that I put me first. Do that okay. too. So uh, when you put you first, do you regret some of the things that you might have done? Or do you think that yes. uh, it, it's on the other person to come to you and say, you hurt me, you did this, you did that, let's talk about it? No, I do regret. I, I'm at a point now that when I know I'm acting out a place of anger, that I can go back to that person and say, look, I'm sorry, because I should have had this conversation with you a long time ago so we could have dealt with it and be a passive. Now, the old me would have been like, oh, well. But now I'm, at a, now I'm at a point that we can have that conversation. Okay. Because I protect my peace now. I don't look for anybody else to be the, to, you know, to protect my peace. I have to protect my own peace. Okay. Sage words. Miss Carr or Stephen Edwards, do you have any words? You don't have to come on. Just turn on your um, audio. Dang. I fell in love with it. Okay, uh, neither one of them. Andrea, you have the closing words as we talk about living with regrets. I can't remember who said it. I wish I knew. I think I'm a It was lie, probably Barbara Carlisle, but go ahead. Yeah, I think it was more like Cicely Tyson. I think it was Cicely Tyson. Someone like Cicely Tyson's caliber. And they simply said, don't live with regrets. Life is too short. You only have one life. Live it. Don't live, live it. with regrets. Yeah. And I think that's what I try to do. I think, you know, that doesn't mean that you can't reflect on anything and think about stuff differently. But, you know, if you if you try to live a healthy life, if you will, if you try to at least be conscious about how you move and your intentions, I think that, you know, things will be revealed to you about you know, what's the lesson in some of the stuff that you've done? Why you, when you went this way, you may not have known why you went that way. You might feel like it's a regret at first, but then eventually it, it circles around and you're like, oh, okay, I see why I went, you know, why I was moved by the universe to go this way. I can understand it now because maybe some time and space has come between you and the event and now you can see, you know, it's clearer to you why you moved that way. So I don't mm -hmm. think you should, yeah, I don't think you should waste time necessarily regretting, but looking for the lessons. Okay. And there you have it. Yeah. So our discussion tonight was living with regrets. And if you are living with regrets, do make a motion. Um, go out and resolve any issues you might have with somebody, any issues you might have with yourself. 
And with that being said, I want to thank everyone who came on tonight. Thought it not uh, a, a good thing to join us. So please go out, subscribe, follow, like, and share. Let people know that we are on here on Friday nights from 7 to 9 p.m. Eastern Time, 4 o'clock Central um, Pacific Time and for Cougar Chronicles. And on Sundays, we are here for Mass, making all souls kindred spirits. We are trying to join the world one hand at a time. We are reaching across every nation, every state, every city, every uh, uh, whatever, whatever, we're reaching it, we're trying to do it. So thank you for coming on. Uh, I want to thank Like Minds for being our production company. I want to thank each and every one of you who came on tonight. Please have a great rest of your evening. And I say to you, good night. Thank you. Have an awesome time. Bye-bye. Good night. Gotta tell it how it is every time. Hey, gotta go hard every rhyme. Ain't gotta tell you no lie. No, I won't ever waste your time. No. Got it on my mind, I'ma say that. Say that. I got it on my mind, I'ma say that. Say that. I got it on my mind, I'ma say that. Say that. Say that. Say that. Say that. Say that. Ain't gotta tell you no lie. No. 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 I got it on my mind, I'ma say that. Say that. I got it on my mind, I'ma say that. Say that. Got it on my mind, I'ma say that. Say that. Say that. I mean what I say and I say what I mean For me it go deeper than rhymes I was deployed here by the most high No D-boy but I'm serving dope lines Hold up wait a minute let me slow it down Spit it real clear for the people in the back Before the Lord said the words Let there be light Everything was black This is no fiction Everything fact Follow no scripting I don't ever act I don't ever do it for awards or the plaques I do it for the ones with the scars on their backs Living in the land of the feet Home of the slave Where you only loved at the grave when we watch our homeless decay And the president looking for praise Lockdown, lockdown, everybody locked down Inside for a lot of days Now we get a taste of the life of a person Who couldn't get a lawyer that's paid Gotta tell it how it is every time Gotta go hard every rhyme Ain't gotta tell you no lie No, I won't ever waste your time No, I got it on my mind, I'ma say that Say that, I got it on my mind, I'ma say that Say that, I got it on my mind Say that, say that, say that, say that, say that, say that. Cut from a whole different cloth, cloth. cooked in a whole different bro. bro. These boys talking about they got sauce, shut it down. Shut it down. Cause you dealing with a main course. Yeah. When they tell me that I can't go harder. When they tell me what I ain't, I just smile. Just Never smile. met a person that can look me in the face and talk down. Cause I'm walking in the shadow of the Lord now. Yeah. Hard times just to beat when it break down. Yeah. If you want to be 